What's going on, folks? This is Joe Moffat, host of the Joe Moffat Show. Boy, 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 boy. <laughs> How has everybody's week been so far? I hope yours has been much better than mine. To say that I've had a long week is kind of the understatement of the year. And I'm going to tell you why. It's because of hatred. It's because of deceit. It's because of people who took it upon themselves to devise this scheme, I guess, against not only my character, um, but also to discredit me as a trustworthy and loyal person. And it blows my mind <clears throat> because I, I, for one, I'm not sure how many people are involved in what is taking place against me. I won't know that information until tomorrow. Um, I'm still kind of playing a waiting game uh, as far as what my next move will be. Uh, I'm actually not going to allow myself to get into too many details of the situation because, once again, depending on how tomorrow plays out, um, there may be some legal actions um, that will be taking place. So, although I can't get into many details about what happened, let me, let me say this. Because apparently, through this situation, there have been instances and doubts laid out about my character about who I am and what I am about and so I'm going to take my platform which is the Joe Moffat show to let you guys know exactly who Joe Moffat is and I'm going to record this because I want everybody on the planet that listens to this show to know who it is that you are listening to. I'm going to be straightforward and honest, as I've always been with you guys. And there's no repercussions that I'm worried about other than the repercussions that I will deliver towards anyone that feels like you're going to downplay my character. I've always been a fair person. I give everyone the benefit of the doubt. I probably won't be doing that anymore. Because I, 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 
folks, I, I got hurt this week. I really, really, really got hurt. And I got hurt because of a job. Not because of the Joe Moffat show. That's mine. You understand what I'm saying? See, this is mine. This is my legacy. This is my passion. This is my focus. This is my grind. A job, that was about cash. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are working at any company and they say these words to you, we want you to treat our business like it's your own. You make sure you're getting a stake in the company on top of being paid for your services. Don't ever allow a company to tell you that it is yours because what is supposedly yours can be taken away from you for any fucking reason whatsoever in the blink of an eye. It's not yours. You can't treat it as such because you're being told how to do what you have to do in this position. So how the fuck can a person really look at it as being theirs? I allowed myself for the benefit of keeping the business afloat. I drank the Kool-Aid and I did try to run things as they were mine. I built trust. I was straightforward. I was real. I left my heart and everything on the table and gave them what I had. Just hate I didn't really get to shine the way I know I could because someone wanted my job or what they felt was my job. The problem with them thinking this is the cardinal rule. A job is a job. It is not yours. You earn it, you work at it, but it's not yours. It belongs to the company. It belongs to the paycheck writer. It belongs to the front office. The people who can take your job, no matter where it's whether it's you did something wrong or no matter if the company closes. That we we have companies closing on a daily basis. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't depend on that as being yours, folks. You got to go out and get your own. That's what the Joe Moffat show is to me. This is what this is, babies. This is mine. You can't take it. I don't give a damn if it's on SoundCloud. I don't give a damn if it's on iTunes. I don't give a damn if it's on a fucking peach box in front of my fucking house. You can't take this away from me. This is mine, baby. This is what I sacrifice for. This is what I work for. This is what I give my heart to. This is what I probably should have been doing a long time ago and never wasting my time letting people tell me what they 
sea of meaning. You know, we learn lessons all the time. I am a person of education. I love seeing outcomes. I love cause and effects. I love seeing cause and effects. I love learning how a person does something and then how they do whatever it is that they're doing, how they come about their, their final results, okay? One thing I do in particular also is I tell people truths, some false, some real. You know, I can't trust everybody on the first whim. Then there's sometimes I just say, fuck it. I want to see where this goes. My, it was my fault because I said, fuck it. Because I wanted to see where it went. I wanted to see what I was truly dealing with and if it was really worth my time. The one thing, and this is where I love having my show and I love having this. I, I love having my mind for business that I can tell myself that I'm able to build a business to become a job coach. I'm able to build a business with my experience and expertise to become a building a business consultant. I can build and conceive multiple business opportunities for me. So when everybody thought the shit hit the, the fan Monday and all of the, the, the trickery had come about, okay, all the, no, I ain't going to call it trickery. We're going to call it fuckery. That's what it is. This was the biggest, the greatest expense or dispensing of fuckery I have ever seen in my entire life. I got fucked over and got called a nigga all in the same goddamn day. That is what it's like sometimes just, just dealing. Somebody tried to take away something that wasn't mine to give. They tried to take away my capabilities of taking care of my family. At least they thought they did. They thought they hurt me. I'll give them that one. Because it did hurt me. But it didn't hurt me. It hurt me by exposing why I had been wasting my time for the last seven months. It exposed to me that when a person comes to you and says, run what's mine like it's yours, but they ain't willing to pay for it, well. And believe you me, paying for it or not, I have never been, nor will I ever become, a person that feels inclined Take what I feel is mine. 
you give me what you feel you owe me. If I feel what you feel you owe me is not sufficient, I will go find me somebody that will give me what I want as sufficient. <laughs> See, I stood in there in front of two people the other day in the job and called myself a hoe. This didn't have nothing to do with why I got fired. This is just a little added bonus. I called myself a hoe. They thought I was calling myself a hoe because all, you know, y'all know me. Y'all, some of y'all have seen my pictures. I'm pretty attractive. I wouldn't call myself fine or, 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 or well, I would say I'm probably sexy, but not, you know, I'm not model type. I don't have the big muscles and all of that other shit. And I don't overdo it for the experience because I'm married. I'm, you know, I got all the pussy I want and, you know, there it is. You know what I'm saying? I mean, shit, I'm, that's. But on the flip side, I, I do get flirted with heavily. And, of course, I, I am not going to lie. I am a bit of a flirt when I'm in a work situation. That's because I call myself a hoe. But the reason why I'm a flirt is because that attraction brings business. See, everybody that I flirted with, to an extent, you know, you call flirting. How are you doing, darling? Hi, sweetheart. Hello, dear. You know? My wife know I do what I do because she know I'm a hoe and I'm a good at it. But see, I'm 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 that old school hoe. See, I'm that nigga. I'm that hoe that that'll sit there and 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 say say what I need to get what I want. I needed business, so I'd say, "Hi, sweetie. Hi, darling. Good morning, dear." Because I'm trying to get my money. I'm out for my motherfucking paper, folks. Get this shit right. This all about that cash, baby. Damn right I was a hoe, and I was a good one at it because you know what? It kept the fucking money coming in. You want my work? That's how I work. I use sexual attraction. I use friendliness. I use my jokes. I use my comedy to make me money. I'm a comedy hoe. I'm a joke hoe. I'll tell jokes no matter what, and just to make sure I'm getting paid. Yes, sir, I am. The reason why I'm a hoe is because I've been doing it for other motherfuckers forever and a day, letting people control my goddamn destiny. That's where the hoe come in. Most hoes have unfortunately not do not have the opportunity of being able to do for themselves. I've been a hoe that has not been able to do for himself until I realize that I have the power. I have the drive. I can turn what I've learned and all of the companies that have shit on me and pissed on me into a business and I can take said business and teach others how to not only perform at peak performance for these employers as far as being able when they tell you treat this like this is mine okay I'll treat it like it's mine and I'll become successful but then once we hit those numbers we need to talk because if you want me to continue to treat this like it's mine you're going to continue you're going to start paying me like, this is mine. You see what I'm saying? Not no drop in the bucket motherfucking bonus and, and all of that shit that they... No, 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 baby. Get your money. 
You want to learn how to make money from companies. You want to learn how to finally have financial independence. There's a way. There's a there's a formula to get financial independence by while working for someone, by while while taking that career that they want you to have. See, there's so many of us that don't know how to take that career and turn it into more. There's a burger flipper right now at a McDonald's that has five fucking years of flipping burgers and not one fucking day on the register. You need to work and try to learn more, brother. Let me help you out. There's a car salesman that has been selling cars for 10 fucking years. He has made this company, made his companies over five, 10, 15 million dollars. But does not know how to submit a sale into the system. All they make him do is run. You need to learn and try to do more, baby. And if they ain't going to let you do more, find you somebody that will. And don't be afraid to. Because this is what it's all about. You're not working in what something, in something that is yours. You are working in something that belongs to someone else. But if, you're, if, if you have no other alternative but to do that, to gain experience, to learn more, to get to a higher level, to be able to do something for yourself, hey, I'm taking clients right now to learn how to do more in companies. Yeah. Start paying me right now, folks. My offices are open. Email me, Joseph Moffat IV at ATT.net with all serious inquiries. I'm serious. If you are an entrepreneur that has an idea that has backing, that has funding. You have all of this in front of you and you're like, okay, we're going to implement this. We're going to implement that. We got everything going. We got the doors open. We got everything ready to go. But there's still a piece missing. What do I need to do to get that push over? Call me. Email me. I got you. We can figure something out. If you're running a podcast and you want to learn how to make it better, we can learn together. You know? The point I'm making is the people that think they have broken me, what y'all don't understand is you haven't broken me, baby. You have awoken me. You have bought me out of whatever shadow that I was in. And threw my ass on stage. Ask Cleo Moffitt what happens when you throw her grandson on stage. You know what I do, baby? I perform. See, my problem is I've been performing for so many different companies. And I've been doing the little song and dance and the wiggle and romance to, to get myself and to keep myself in a door that I don't own. I don't own a piece of. You dig what I'm saying, man? 
People don't understand their true worth because they keep told that they're doing a good job at where they at. I worked at a company a few years ago. I think I mentioned this on an episode in the past about how they teach managers to treat employees as far as keeping them in their quote unquote stations in life. I say to you today, if you are somebody that is being told that you are in your station in life, you need to go tell whoever to tell whoever's telling that to kiss your motherfucking ass. You don't have a fucking station in life. Life is to be learned. Life is to be examined. You gain knowledge to do more. You don't gain knowledge to let some punk ass motherfucker come tell you where you need to be. Fuck them fools, man. Don't listen to that shit. Fuck them. In the ass with a sick dick. I could give two shits about what nobody got to say about telling me what the fuck my fucking capabilities are, bitch. You have no idea just how dangerous I can be. Just by using my mind to get where I need to be. It ain't about what you want no more. And by you, I'm speaking for you guys. When I say you, I'm saying to these employers, yes, you want good employees. Y'all ass is going to learn to pay good employees. If you are running a business right now and you truly can't understand why your employees are not happy, let me come in and show you why. Let me come in and show you ways to where you don't have to worry about losing good employees after they go two, three, four, five years of building and managing your shit. You done took home and and bought cars and bought houses and, and got paid like a motherfucker off of these people's backs. Then you wonder why your fucking employees talking about want to do a damn union on your ass because you ain't acting right. Let me come in and show you the the way you can go in and actually build something with your employees and build a rapport to where they will want to work harder for you than ever before. That's three concepts, folks, right there that I'm able to help your ass gain and attain to make you more money. But baby, it's going to cost you. And we can discuss rates later. This is my advertisement. (laughs) You dig? This is my first advertisement for Moffitt Consulting. Three-part program to help employees learn how to become good employees for employers, to teach potential employers how to build and maintain their businesses, and to teach existing employers how to do right by your fucking employees so they can do right by your fucking customers, and them customers can throw all the goddamn money that they got at your ignorant ass. Three-part concepts. Moffitt Consulting. I got you. Let's get it done. There it is. Y'all thought y'all broke me, baby. No. You can't break me, bitch. Can't no, no. 
Y'all don't understand where I've been as I continue on to tell you about who I am. Y'all tried to break me. Honey, I was laying on a flow, 12 years old, in a motherfucking business, upstairs in a converted apartment, because my old man had lost everything. You think you can break me? Break me? I laid on that fucking floor and took the most worst beating of my life. Boot marks up and down my back. Belt marks and whelps down the side of my head, down my legs, down my back, on my stomach, on my side. Beat naked in the fucking shower. Doused in rubbing alcohol while I had cuts and bruises. You motherfuckers thought y'all could break me? <laughs> you motherfuckers ain't got a clue. <laughs> Baby, I love thank you. Thank you. I waited till right now to make myself feel better. And I knew I was gonna feel better once I got here. Once I sat down, once I put my mic stand up, once I set up, once I got my recording going, and once I got talking to my folks. See, now I'm at the point where I can honestly forgive. Forgive the haters, let them have it. Oh wait, I didn't tell y'all. <laughs> I didn't let them have it. <laughs> they hated on me. They tried to take me out. And then I basically pulled out the gas, grabbed the matches, and watched everything burn. <laughs> and it felt great. It felt fucking wonderful. Okay? Never let you never allow yourself to get caught up in a situation where if you ain't, hey, fuck it. You tried to take me down. Not only did I, okay, I took whatever it was and so could nobody have it. But now, like I said, I'm going to walk out of this shit unscathed. I got a plan. See, the, pro the problem with haters is when you hate and then your hate is over and you have nothing else to hate on then eventually you find yourself hating yourself because of the stupid shit you did <laughs> baby you couldn't break me you couldn't break me no matter how hard you try i got people that i love that's been sending me a hundred thousand dollars in currency that's only worth 89 motherfucking dollars and this motherfucker caught me five thousand dollars american in back child support but you think you gonna break me <laughs> i laugh baby i got to because it's hilarious Cause y'all really think I gave a fuck. Ta-da! Ta-da! <laughs> yeah.
give two shits about what none of you motherfuckers think. I don't care. I don't care. I'm here for those that want to be here. You want to be here? Chill. Welcome. Come in. Have a drink. Take a spell. Take a hit. Fuck it. Have a good time. For those in the future that may hear this, and for those that have never experienced or, or gaining a new experience of the Joe Moffat Show and, and the person that Joe Moffat is, those, particularly those that have listened to my show, know I'm very accessible. I will chit-chat with you. Uh, we will talk. We will, you know, and, and, and I'll be real with you 100%. I, I treat my, my listeners and, and, and my fans as, as such. I treat you all like people because that's who you are. You guys take the time out to listen to me. By all means, I'm going to show you all the love on the planet because that's what you deserve because that's why you're here. Like I said, I am proficient in customer service, and I am here to serve my customers who are my fans, and I promise you we will provide the best customer service here. Ouch. On the Joe Moffat Show. Damn it. I Ow. Ugh. A little too close to the mic there. My goddamn glasses. Goofy fuck. But yes, you know. So when when people try to try to get at you, man. Yeah. Hold on. Just give me a second. I'm serious. Y'all really. I, this is the biggest I have smiled all week. All week. It's almost like I, I I've been having to lick my wounds. I, I've been down because you know I, I didn't cry. I didn't cry because I didn't feel like I was losing anything, but yet I actually felt I gained. I gained knowledge from all of this shit. I gained knowledge from any of it, from all of it. All of the experience that I have went through, I gained knowledge, and that is something that cannot be taken away from me. I certainly, if nothing else, Came the knowledge of how to spot a goddamn snake in the grass from every direction. Yes, indeedy. Yes, indeedy. Y'all better watch out. If your ass ever think you're going to come into my fold and be deception or deceiving, I will see your ass coming and handle you accordingly. This ain't a warning. This is a promise. From the host of the soon-to-be number one podcast in the world. Yes, I'm starting to call my shots. Soon-to-be number one podcast in the world. The Joe Moffat Show. I promise you, you come at me sideways, your ass will belong to me. Period. I think that's fair, don't you? Yeah? Consensus? So all in favor, say aye. Aye! Okay, so we got it all in fucking favor. Boy, I tell you. I never thought I had to be sitting here wasting my time having to talk about this shit. But like I said, it, it helped. It really, really helped. But I, but with you know I can't just talk about me. Y'all know me better than that. This, this is not what the format of the Joe Moffat Show is about. The Joe Moffat Show is about helping others. The reason why I took a little selfishness on myself is because I was hurt this week and somebody took it upon, my, upon themselves to hurt me. I want to let you guys know, for those that have been wondering, yes, I am okay. 
No, I did not do the thing. And I have all, I got a smoking gun loaded in my phone right now. For anybody that ever has any questions about how everything went down, I'll be happy to send it to you. Don't play with me. Y'all asses is a bunch of y'all asses is a bunch of kittens trying to scratch the biggest goddamn cat. You a kitten trying to scratch a fucking leopard. You trying to scratch the biggest fucking black panther in town and your ass really think your kitten ass gonna get me. Really, bitch? You only make me dangerous and worse. So thank you for allowing me to vent. I love you all for listening. Unless you turn it off, then fuck you. Because now you're going to miss the good shit, which is the remainder of the Joe Moffat Show, which we got a long-ass clock to go, and I am pissed about something else. But the reason why I'm pissed about this, and as y'all all know, I have to talk about something um, on my show that does help the people and does help everyone out. And this one, I actually got to stay home as, as far as in the state of Oklahoma, because this is about to become one of the biggest health tragedies, um, in my opinion, uh, particularly for children in the state of Oklahoma, which also I'm going to provide another business idea. <laughs> Just because I want as many people to go out and try to start this particular business to help people out. Because this business will make everybody money. Everybody get paid. It's real simple. And it'll piss off a lot of people. So if you want to make a lot of money, help people, and piss off people, nigga, I got the job for you. But let me get my story pulled up as it was provided to us by uh, from KFOR TV from a Facebook post that I saw this morning in reference to the 67,000 signatures that were um, received by Oklahomans for, Oklahomans for Health, um, I, as well as my wife, signed a petition as well for the... Um, uh, uh, for the law... Uh, well, well, for the vote to take place in November for the legalization of medical marijuana and CBD oil for those who need it particularly children with epilepsy um you, you have uh, older people you have those our soldiers our soldiers who go overseas and fight for us and get hurt and see fucked up shit and need help these motherfuckers are denying our soul or well let me rephrase they're not denying they're having the nerve to make it to to make it hard for soldiers to get help you're Fucking with children and soldiers, you sick fucks. And I'm. this is the way we're going to sell this. Because that's the truth. That's what you're doing. You are more worried about whatever fucking constituents, Scott fucking Pruitt, Oklahoma Attorney General Scott Pruitt, you are more worried about what... Honestly, I'm not sure what this motherfucker's worried about. But they... Being Oklahoma for Oklahomans for Health got the 67,000 signatures to get the vote on the ballot. This motherfucker comes out talking about, oh, we need to change the name of how we're going to label it. Right before they're getting ready to print the ballots that are needed for the vote. So this is his punk ass attempt. An, an, an attempt of utter fuckery and deceit to deny children and our American fighting soldiers who fight for our freedoms the proper 
treatment for their ailments, which is cannabis oil. It is not any pharmaceutical-ridden pill that has the longest fucking list. I, to make myself feel better, I shouldn't have to walk around with my asshole leaking all day long. I already feel like killing myself. I shouldn't want to take a medicine that will make me want to kill myself more. What the fuck is going on? This is the shit that we prescribe to our children. And you want me to sit here and be like, well, maybe they, they do need to rewrite the thing and, and it, doesn't, it, it, it may need a more exciting title or, or a more threading, thrilling title. Or if you don't sit your bitch ass down somewhere with that bullshit nigga, who you talking to? See, this is the shit that I'm talking about right here. People that think that they can just get away with committing ultimate acts of fuckery without nobody calling their punk asses out. Hi, I am the call-out man. This is the call-out service. We will be calling out all amounts of fuckery that we see and see fit to call your punk ass out on here on the Joe Murphy Show. Yes, sir. For those that are wondering, I'm back, bitches. <laughs> Never motherfucking left. I just had to let everybody think I was a little broken and a little beaten, a little sad. Oh, Fuck that shit. Nobody got time for that. Really, nigga? I, you, you know what? You know what all that shit is? That's that, that's that fucking chatter. That, that's all y'all asses do is chatter. Run your fucking minds. It's call out today, son. And I'm calling out Scott Pruitt. You have a lot of nerve to sit here and try to deny our soldiers and our children proper medical care. That has been proven by some of the best. I love how Dr. Sanjay Gupta himself, one of the world's leading doctors, has come out and said that there are multiple medical benefits of from the use of marijuana and for some reason or another these motherfuckers always go pull some backwoods backroom money slid popcorn fart fuck that look like his ass been on fucking heroin for 27 fucking years sitting here trying to say oh weed is a gateway drug no bitch cocaine is a gateway drug no, 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 no. Liquor is a gateway drug. Why? No, 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 no. Cigarettes are a gateway drug. Why? Let me explain. Because that's the first one that you get to do at your age as far as what is legal. So you first get access to tobacco. That's a that's a that's a slow breach for some people. Some just, you know, hey, just stand there with the cigarette. Hey, 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 you know, smoke the cigarette. Hey, we're cool. Hey, man. Then 21 come. 
So you take your cigarettes that you've been cool with for three years and you go to the bar. You get free drinks. You get fucked up. Somebody stick a finger in your butt. You have a great day. Okay? You just had a wonderful evening. You go out again. They do it again. But this time, somebody pull out a joint. Okay. So you're at the after party, smoking a joint, having a good time, you know. Then somebody busts out a line of coke. You decide to do that too. But then that's the one that you get it. You do it again. You do it again. You do it again. The joint's still smoking in the ashtray. You still focus on the coke. Now I'm going to stop right there because this is where y'all, many of you, will fall off and miss the point. Because the point being, while you was paying attention to what I was talking about the coke, you forgot where it all started. You feel me? And I'm sitting here actually being fair by saying 18. I had my first drink when I was like five. Champagne. Yes, sir. I had a champagne and Joyce. Andre Champagne. That was my shit. I told y'all a story about the time I went to the bar. Yes, sir. The bar. Eight motherfucking years old at the bar. I get pissed. I said, I want a bottle of champagne. This nigga bring me some shit called champagne. What kind of shit? Nick, what is this shit? I drink the shit. It was like, it was half beer, half champagne. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, at seven years old, somebody bottled this piss? What is this? I took another sip just to compare. And I was like, I don't understand why it tastes like beer and like champagne. Look, and I took another sip. See how it tastes? That's how I know it's fucked up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? At seven, it didn't take much. By the time I got to the bottom of that bottle, which I did, my ass was in the VIP section, passed the fuck out. All white suit, red silk shirt with the handkerchief and everything. Knocked the fuck out. Three weeks later, that goddamn bar was shut the fuck down. <laughs> Three weeks later, that bitch was an empty parking lot and it ain't been open since. Think they mowed that shit down and turned it into a hotel. I don't know. I ain't been through that. <laughs> True fucking story. So you want to sit here and try to downplay weed, though. Because what's funny when people say and try to downplay weed, what cracks me up is they treat weed like you're going to become this 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 endless drone and 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 as soon as you smoke a joint you're going to instantly stick a needle in your arm and 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 start snorting cocaine off of hookers asses and and all this just stupid shit dumb than a motherfucker you have control of yourself people okay quit telling mother quit letting people tell you just because you smoke a joint, you're going to turn around and suck a dick for cocaine. You're not going to suck a dick for cocaine just because you smoke a joint. The two don't go together. Okay? Let's, just, let's be real. That's not how this goes. Okay? Please, please understand this is not how this shit goes. It's not. It never has been. It never will be. Never, ever, 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 ever. I have never seen anybody in a back alley sucking dick for weed. Ever. Ever, 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 ever. 
I didn't see niggas buy weed in a back alley. I didn't see niggas buy weed in a back alley and then get they dick sucked by the drug dealer because the drug dealer wanted to hit. <laughs> I have seen that, but that is not, you know, he didn't make his money, but then he was out of weed. So it was kind of one of those things, you know, hey, it went in Rome. And it was a he and a she. So, you know, she was, I think she was a little dirty anyway, so it really didn't matter. And, yeah, so I actually I've never seen that before. But the point is, shit like that can happen before you actually see somebody out in the streets. I'm like, come on, baby. I got these cheeseburgers. Let me get these cheeseburgers and let me get a joint, man. Come on, I need a little hit. Come on, man. I suck your dick. No. Cut that bullshit out. Stop. Stop it. Give me your hand, motherfucker. Stop, stop, stop. That I'm not listening to that shit no more. And I'm not letting people listen to that shit no more. That reefer madness shit has got to stop. There's no such thing. There is no such thing. Stop it. It's bullshit. Stop falling for the bullshit, folks. It's not worth it. Come on, y'all. We better than this. We way better than this. Too many people are letting bullshit tarnish your better judgment. And that's not that's not the the the, the point. You, you, like I said, I took what just happened to me as a learning experience. Okay? That I need my own shit. At the end of the day, that was what this learning experience led to me. I'm not going to be happy. I'm not going to have satisfaction. I'm not going to have the security I need until I have what I what is mine which is my businesses, my organizations, my company, my people working for me, and we doing this together. And I'm building a hell of a team, folks. And unfortunately, that also means I'm going to be cutting some people loose. Sorry. That is coming. I haven't focused on it because I've been trying to get some things together in my mind and to, to organize, organize a plan of what I need to do. But as I put this plan together, I promise you, uh, those that stick around and stick with me, I got you. Okay, we all gonna get paid. But the first order of business is we have to dispel all bullshit. If you are gonna be around me, we have to dispel all bullshit from your existence. And the first part of bullshit that I'm gonna deal with is dealing with these so-called conservative Christians that keep and conservative Republicans that keep voting in bitch ass niggas like Scott Pruitt and the punk ass AG over in Nebraska. These two motherfuckers wasted tax money, taxpayer money trying to sue another fucking state for minding their own goddamn business. Just like this goddamn broad in my job. This motherfucker comes up with this elusive scheme to fuck me over, not realizing <laughs> you can't fuck over those that give no fucks. And I give no fucks. So you can't fuck me over because I don't care. It wasn't mine to give a fuck about it in the first place. I gave a fuck about it when I was getting paid. When I got home, I came to my show because that's mine. And you can't take that away from me. I'm going to post this smile on this week's show. My smile is going to be the picture for this week's show. Because I want all the haters to know. You have not stopped me. You have not defeated me. You will not make me roll over. And I promise you, if you ever get in my way again, 
<laughs> so yeah, all you bullshit artists, I'm coming for you. Right here on the Joe Moffat Show. You got that. Hit me with your heart, not your ears, Scott Pruitt. This is for you. We will no longer allow you to sit up in a position of authority and dictate stupidity. And I say stupidity off of ideals built off of opinion. And use that as reason to not provide proper assistance to people. These are people. These are human fucking beings that need proper medical treatment and aren't receiving it because of what the fuck you perceive as opinion. We're not putting up with that shit no more. It's over and done with your fucking opinion when we have facts. And the facts say that CBD oil helps control the seizures, helps control the 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 joint pain help control the mental instabilities help control and help cause hunger so that they can eat and be healthy and take whatever actual other medicine that they have to take because they don't have a choice but don't let them go through pain for nothing don't make them take all of these pills for pain when they can take something that will actually not only relieve the pain but help them focus and achieve normalcy when you're drunk you're not normal that's why they call it liquid courage when you're on cocaine you're on cocaine you're on a high and nothing can stop you you feel invincible when you're on meth, I don't really know what the fuck you get out of meth other than losing your goddamn teeth and being useless. I, I, for the life of me, I don't understand the purpose of meth, uh, the methamphetamines, because I don't never see a motherfucker on meth like do 10 motherfuckers jobs at once. You never see that. You know, a crackhead. I have seen a crackhead do. I've seen a crackhead clean up a whole fucking neighborhood by him goddamn self for two rocks and a two and a 20 pack. This nigga is for real. You understand what I'm saying? This nigga would clean my brother's pit bull puppy pens. This nigga would cut his grass. This nigga would uh, clean his car for $20 and a case of beer. That's all he wanted. Go get his hit. I ain't seen that before. I ain't never seen a meth head worth a fuck. Only thing I never seen a meth head do is run around and try to get more government benefits so they can sit around and figure out more ways of getting and smoking more meth. Meth heads are fucking useless. So stop using that shit. It kills me that we have the attorney general in the state of Oklahoma paying so much fucking attention. We, while we live in a state that holds the fourth largest drug addicted town, city in the U.S. for opiate abuse, and it ain't even the biggest fucking town in the state. But yet, your bitch ass want to sit here and tell me some shit about the dangers of marijuana? Nigga, fuck you. I am done letting people poke piss on everybody's head and make a motherfucker sit there and say, oh, it's sprinkling. Oh, look. Kind of salty. No. I'm done with that shit. No, fuck you. I don't give a fuck. We'll do a show every goddamn day on every one of you bullshit ass niggas, and I'm calling you all out. I'm done. Done. You're dumb. 
You're dumb if you sit here and think that weed will hurt you. You stupid in the motherfucker if you sit here ain't seeing the benefits of marijuana in the state of Colorado. Them niggas is getting paid so motherfucking big. It's ridiculous. It's insane the amount of money they making in Colorado. Meanwhile, we have districts here in the state of Oklahoma that are only providing shorter times in class, people, for, for fucking students to learn and only four day goddamn class period weeks. But you want to sit here and tell me that the money ain't needed, niggas? Shut up. But, but oh, shit. I'm, God damn it. I'm tired of people trying to talk to us like we're fucking stupid. But here's the business idea that I've come up with, folks. There have been people that have waited for years for this vote to reach the ballot. There have been people that have been fighting and giving hours and hours of donated time to help make this happen. And this punk bitch wants to sit here and stand in the way of the people's right to a choice all because of his fucking opinion well I have a solution and this is calling out to my New Mexico families and my Colorado fans and families um, and anywhere else in the country that has legalized at least CBD oil I propose that we build a relocation system a business nonprofit to help families relocate from this bullshit state and move to states with their children and themselves can get the proper medical care that they need. And whether it be one, whether it be a hundred, whether it be a thousand, whether it be a ten thousand, whether it be a million, if it become a million and leave this goddamn state, needless to say, that's a million taxpayers that's not here. That's a million taxpayers that are paying their taxes to states that actually give a fuck about the well-being of their children and the well-being of their people. If y'all don't want to act right, fuck it. We can bounce, nigga. Like I said. Watch it all burn. Fuck it. And leave your ass in the goddamn ashes. What the fuck y'all staying around here for? Let's roll, man. Fuck it. Fuck it. They ain't gonna act right. You can chill from OU. You can chill for OU and OSU anywhere on the planet. You look at my living room. That motherfucker coated in red, white, and blue, baby. With that bull, with that big old star on his eye. That's for them motherfucking Texans. I would rep, rep my team everywhere I go. But it's time that we fight back and push back against those that want to push us out of existence. It's time that we push back and fight back against those that want to pass bullshit laws off of opinion. Last but not least, I want to have an admission to you all. I have deceived many of you for that. I'm sorry. I never should have put myself out there, I guess, to, to 
I, well, let me rephrase. I did it because I had a job. And knowing me, this is probably going to hurt my opportunity of getting more jobs, and I probably need that because I need to be here. This is where my voice is needing to be heard. And I've, I've realized and come to a decision. Because for the last 15 years, I've openly hid something, I guess you can say. Openly hid something. Can I say that? And for those that know me, y'all, you already, y'all know what I'm getting ready to say. I mean, I, 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 I just want to say this to the fan that is that has listened to me faithfully and, and heard me and, and make this admission before. And I, I do want to apologize for those. I don't want you to start stop believing in me, but do understand I had to do what was best for my family. I, I couldn't reveal such a what I consider a huge secret, and it shouldn't be a fucking huge secret. It's my fucking business, but nonetheless, every show that I've done. And you can probably, you guys, anybody that's listened to more than 10 of my shows, particularly those that came November, every show before November last year, I did sober. All but I'm rich, biatch. That one, just because the story, I, to make it more, you know, electric, I got a, a little fucked up. But in many cases, I'm usually not totally out of my mind stoned. But nine times out of ten, every show I done done, I'm a little high. That's right, folks. I smoke the dangerous ganja. <laughs> and I have been for 15 years. I suffer from post-traumatic stress disorder, um, from the events of things that took place of me in my past. Uh I also have had many bouts with depression and um and I still have bouts with anxiety uh today. I um have hypoglycemia, um, which kinda kicks my appetite around to no control. Um I I've 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 been told of, of medicines and, and pills and all that and I've always been scared of them because everybody that I know that takes medicines and take pills, there's people that I know that that started out with good jobs and they started taking the pills and their whole life went down. They went crazy just because of the damn pills. Because they, they weren't able to focus at work because they were so fucking zombified on these goddamn pills. You know? I've <laughs> I worked at a job for three and a half years and gained two promotions and three raises smoking weed the whole time. I made $28,000 in four months time running a self-managed office out of my home and was stoned the whole fucking time. I ran a business that after replacing those that were trying to be deceitful to me then not just to be replaced by someone that was just as deceitful and cunning and horrible but before they could throw me out of the door I was the number I had the number one store in the division number two store out of 37 in the state making over twenty thousand dollars above budget stone Ladies and gentlemen, I produced over 
63 episodes produced, arranged, edited, coordinated, talked shit, had fun, had a fucking blast, chit-chatted, advertised, promoted, marketed. And it's slowly returning, as I said before, into the number one podcast in the world. Stoned. If you ever want to have an intelligent conversation with somebody that smokes weed on a regular basis, come at me, bruh. I'm not scared no more. I'm not afraid. If I have to become the beacon of light to stop the fuckery that is what is being done to the marijuana industry and making marijuana look like it cannot help and benefit you, you are looking at somebody that has been helped and benefited from the use of marijuana. Surprise. To anyone that feel like I've deceived them, I'm sorry. I really don't give a fuck, but I'm sorry. Nonetheless, I am who I am. I'm not going to stop being who I am. I'm going to continue doing this. I I gave, I just told y'all my three-part business plan and gave you a business idea of your own. Stone. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, everything that everybody has ever said about weed is a complete and total fucking lie. Don't listen to that bullshit. It's not real. They want you to believe it to prosper of others. But what they don't understand is a revolution is coming. And the revolution is starting with no more of the separate flavors of bullshit, or should I say flavors of stupidity, you know, that y'all keep trying to spew on people making us think that this shit is real. It's not. I gave y'all truths last week about shit that ain't real. I'm going to do it again this week. Everything that you've learned about weed, as far as anything negative, is a lie. Can't OD on it. You can't. I, I can't say you, you can't get hooked on it, but then again, you know, liquor is one of the biggest industries in the world, and people use liquor as for a medicinal subsidy. How many people say, I'm going to get off work and relax with a nice drink? There you go, folks. Try a joint instead. I'm telling you, you'll enjoy it better. You'll wake up refreshed and well-rested every day of your life, feeling wonderful and grand, not sick and disgusted. If you got any questions for me, email me. The Joe Moffitt Show at gmail.com. Joe Moffitt, Joseph Moffitt, IV at att.net. I'm not afraid to take a stand. And I want everybody, I want some people to stand with me. If, if, if you're in the same position that I'm in, welcome. But we can't allow this bullshit to continue. Thank you for listening to the Joe Moffat Show. I am Joe Moffat. I have really ran over time. But I want to thank you guys. And uh, peace and love to everyone out there. And I will see you when I see you. I won't say next week because it may be tomorrow, nigga. It may be Saturday. It might be later today, bitches. You never know. <laughs> I love you guys. Thank you. And have a good day.